Hello, welcome to the first episode of the Whatever Podcast. I'm Aubrey, and I'll be doing this podcast with my mom. Hey. Her name's Pam Perry, the one and only. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, I always wanted to start a podcast um, with my mom because, first of all, I... If you follow me on Twitter, Aubrey Mariah 14, I'm constantly uh, tweeting quotes about funny things my mom said, posting Snapchat videos of my mom. You have to unblock me so I can see them. <laughs> okay. I have to see these. I am the butt of all her jokes and I can't even see. What? I'm exposing her and she doesn't even know it. Oh my God. But really, I just feel like everyone loves my mom and I think that they should see us interact and we're really just giving the people what they want I think (laughs) okay (laughs) here we go (laughs) so this is our first run and we'll see how it goes basically it's called the whatever podcast and so we're going to talk about whatever um different topics from my point of view as a 22 year old and my mom's point of view as I, I won't say her age, I don't know. Hey, I'm a baby boomer. How about that? <laughs> a millennial and a baby boomer, and we're just going to be sharing our different opinions, views on um, different topics, and maybe I can understand her more, she understands me, and then, you know, the listeners can kind of have their own opinion as well. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds cool. <laughs> You're like, Sure. <laughs> Be a fly on the wall here. It's like, okay, just join the conversation. Sit on the couch. Exactly. We're just gonna pick gonna pick at her brain. She's gonna pick at mine. Okay, pick my brain. Here we go. <laughs> you nervous? No, I think I'm I think I'm ready for this. I think I'm ready for this. Okay. So I'm Pam Perry on Twitter too, by the way. Oh. So just follow me at Pam Perry. Mm-hmm. I have no numbers. <laughs> oh, I do. Oh, while we're here, let me just drop my Instagram Aubrey fourteen. <laughs> And I'm Pam underscore Perry. (laughs) Shameless plug. (laughs) Get that Instagram up to 500,000 so I get paid. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So my first topic is um, just we're going to talk about like friendships, lifelong friends, best friends. Growing up, I've always seen my mom have like girlfriends. She's always like me and -and so-and-so, da-da-da-da. And I'm just curious um, how... Especially, how does a friendship at your age, how is it different than how you and your friends were at my age? Because I feel like now I can kind of see my friends whenever we want because we have, like, no real responsibility. But now I feel like it's so much harder for if you were, like, wanting to see your friends. Like, how is, how is it different? Well, you just have to make time for friends, for one thing. You really do. You have to make it a priority. So if I have a friend... And I call them a friend. I've got to carve out time out of my schedule, out of my day, to really make sure that I interact with them. So one of the things that all your friends have are birthdays, right? So all your friends have birthdays. So I make it a point for a good friend whenever, and I did this several years ago. I haven't done it lately, but I used to take my friends out for breakfast on their birthday or lunch, whichever they preferred. So if it was Pam or if it was Portia or if it was Diane, if they're close by, obviously, then I would say, hey, it's your birthday. Where do you want to go? Let's go to the pancake house. Let's go to I whatever. You know, let's go mm-hmm. to lunch. We're going to do it. It wasn't necessarily like dreams because I figured they would be with their family or they were with their mates or whatever. But I just, everybody could do breakfast. So that would be the main thing. It's like, I'm going to carve out time. It's your birthday. 
So a lot of times I have two friends that have the birthday on the same day. So that's kind of cool. So with Pam and Portia, it's like we went to, to go see Michelle Obama. The best. Yes. <laughs> yes, you were there too. So so for them, that was their outing. It was like, okay, on this particular day, we're going to go. You have the birthdays the same day and we're going to go see Michelle Obama. So it's, it you do have a whole lot of stuff going on. So you want to blend. So for instance... If I'm going somewhere and a conference, like I'm going to a conference next weekend, my other best friend, Diana, is says, hey, I'll come with you to D.C. So now I have to go to the conference anyway, and she's hanging out with me. So you just kind of blend your life with their life to say, hey, do you want to go to this conference? Do you want to go to this particular meeting? I'm going to this whatever. Yeah, I definitely feel like, as you were saying, like, if you call a friend a friend, so I feel like especially over time you definitely see who are the real ones and who are not because I know even after high school it's like I can't keep up with all my friends in high school so I just really know the ones that I do keep up with are like my real ones Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the birthday thing too it's like I know every single person who has told me happy birthday and who has not (laughs) if you have not told me happy birthday you're not my friend you are cut off Well, I noticed, too, with your friends from high school and, you know, you've been graduated from college and all that kind of stuff. But I looked at your prom pictures not too long ago, and it was a little group that you had. And there were some friends that I know you still keep in touch with, Kim being one, and then I think I saw Lily, and I think I saw Sam. And from time to time, you may not see each other every day, but when I saw that picture and then there's some I saw that fell off, I said, okay, so Aubrey has these friendships that are going to last, whether whatever college you went to, whether they didn't go to wherever, you're still keeping up with them. And how you keep up with them, obviously social media, but the friends that you spend what I call real FaceTime with, those are the friends. Those yeah. are your real friends. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, in high school, like, all my friends, you can ask me pretty much what is anyone up to, and I'll be able to tell you just because I see on social media. But, like, if I didn't have social media, there would only be a few people, like, whose life I, like, would still know, like, who are they dating, what, like, what, what kind of job they have, and that type of thing. And it really just comes with, like, who's making time for who. Mm-hmm. And social media, I mean, it could be fake. Well, I it is fake. It is fake. It is fake. So it's like a movie that you're you're cutting a movie, you're making a movie, and and you're gonna only put in the good parts, right? Exactly. So you don't put in all exactly. the movie when you. So you put in the good parts, and so I find that with Instagram, and I'm a baby boomer, so I see people posting stuff on Instagram, and they are a friend, and I talk to them. And say, for instance, this is how I know it's fake. So I may talk to a friend and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm sick. And I I got, you know, whatever. I'm just, I'm in the bed. And then you see a picture and it's like, hey, da, 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 da. I'm posing <laughs> and I'm here. And I'm, I'm like, but you were just in the bed sick. I, how does that happen? So even older people kind of do that little flossing thing or what they call finessing. Is yes. <laughs> They're finessing everybody. That's it. I'm like, okay, you're too old to be finessing. Okay. You, you got grown kids. I feel like it's the equivalent to like, I mean, people still send out Christmas cards, but like when that would kind of just be like that one sum up before Facebook, because now Facebook, you can just like post and everyone will see it. But I feel like it's the equivalent. People used to send out Christmas cards of their whole year. And obviously they they would only put the, the positive things. Mm-hmm. The good stuff. Exactly. It is so, I I look at it and people who are quote unquote 
frenemies. So let's talk mm, about that. Frenemies. frenemies. So a frenemy is someone who just follows you. They don't really like you, mm-hmm. but they just want to see what you're doing. And I, I can really tell the difference because you could call a frenemy up and ask for them to do something for you or a favor or why don't you buy this or does that, you know, a real friend would say, sure, no problem. A friend of me would like not respond, mm-hmm. won't, won't support you, won't endorse you. They won't like your pose. They just oh, yeah. kind of like just stalk you. Yeah. They won't troll you, but they'll stalk you. And, and you know, certain things like they know that I have this, let's just say, I have this book out instead of like saying, Hey, congratulations. They won't say anything. No. And it's like, oh, but you've been following me for years. So that's a friend of me. It's just a person that wants to be close enough to know what you're doing so they can either want to imitate you and and just try to copy you. And that's so you have to be careful because there are some people who want to be friends, quote unquote, in your circle so they can say, so what you doing? Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, they're taking notes and they're running off doing the same <laughs> thing. It's like, oh, no, don't compete. So, yeah, you don't want to have friends that compete. Those are frenemies. And I feel like another thing about a frenemy is, is like they want to see you do good, but they don't want you to be doing better than them you know what i mean yes yes. and i can just like pick on that right away like if you are excited about something they're like oh well like i i'm gonna one-up you yeah and it's like (laughs) okay can we be happy for me like for one second can we do that (laughs) it's like you want to one-up me so i have a friend that says you know say it's dr missy so dr missy says yeah my book hit number one on amazon i'm just so happy oh that's so good that's so good let her revel in that let her revel in that let her talk about it you may have some really good news you may have sold a new client but let them revel in the fact that their book is number one kind of go celebrate it clap let them have their time but if you are the person where she's not really your friend oh my book made number one. Oh well i just got a new client it's like okay well i just it's like okay you're not you're not the person i should be calling first when i have good news because obviously you are jealous and you need to get away so you need to get away from people that drain your energy energy Mm -hmm. i feel that but what do you do because friendships obviously everyone wants to be like that perfect girlfriend they want to be happy for you all the time and they want to be there for you and you need to like get stuff off your chest but like what do you do if sometimes like you're not in that place like where you like where like you want to be happy for your friend but sometimes you just can't because you're going through things yourself and it's like i can't i can't just like be there for you right now so have you ever been in that situation or like what do you do oh yeah it has been situations where my business is going up and down up and down and then there's some people with working that were working a job and they're getting promoted and they're getting all this kind of accolades and they're just really in the newspaper. And, you know, and at that point, it's like my business is going up and down. I don't know what is going to happen next. So they know if they are your true friend, they know things aren't going well for you. So out of respect or courtesy or just decency, they won't flaunt it in your face. They won't ask you to praise them when they know you are not really doing well. Because if they're real, your real friends, they're going to know. You're going to have real conversations. If someone knows you're going through something and you, and they continue to, I guess you would say, you know, isn't this great going, then they're not really a friend. They're, they're really trying to needle you and then really trying to see how, how, 
you know, you're vulnerable enough to tell them you're going through some stuff and they're still trying to tell you that, they're selfish. They're, they just don't have a, they, they have no empathy. Mm. They have no empathy. They don't understand what somebody else is going through. They don't know how to walk in someone else's shoe. So that is a person that is, and it's not even probably that they're not really your friend. It's just that they're stupid, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Cut it short. (laughs) They're just stupid. And so I have a rule. I can't, don't have stupid friends. (laughs) It's nothing personal. I just don't have stupid friends and you are immature and we just can't be friends. So I have um, two girlfriends that I spent the other day, we were doing vision board parties and We've known each other since high school. That's been 40 years, so do the math. You figure how old I am. (laughs) And one of the things, one friend, and you don't try to change your friends, and you don't, if you're friends, Mm -hmm. you don't judge your friends. That's just who they are. So this one particular friend has always seen the glass half empty, and the other friend always seen it half full, and I'm always optimistic. So the one friend doing vision board parties, we tease her because we know that she's always going to see the glass half empty. So she knows that. She knows that she's kind of like, you know, on the downbeat side sometimes, and she'll see the the worst and everything, where the other friend is like, well, you know, so we we balance each other. Mm -hmm. We know that's, I'm not going to change her after 40 years. She's going to be like that. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not Ayala. I'm going to fix your life. (laughs) (laughs) So so we just let her be. So she put some things on her vision board, and then I gave her some things to put on her vision board. First of all, it was like, I don't know if I want to do this vision board. Yes, you're going to do this vision board. <laughs> and then they tease me. It's like, Pam always has a project. She always has something for us to do. She does this. And she's always going to bring a book. Well, so they tease me about that because they know that's me. But they're not going to change me. Right. I'm not going to change her. So you just roll with each other. You laugh about it because it's like, yeah, well, here she go again. <laughs> I definitely have friends like that because, like, now that I have friends I've known since I was, like, 14, 13 years old, will say things like, yeah, like, I know I should do this, but, like, you know how I am. Just, like, like I love all my friends, and they just have some qualities that I'm kind of, like... Why I do you like that? Yeah. Least, like, and I, that's just you, and I like you because you're you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's some friends that when you realize that they aren't, quote-unquote, people, people, like a people person... So you won't try to invite them to an event where they're going to have to be a whole bunch of people. Oh, definitely. Because they're going to hate that. Yeah. Or a friend that doesn't like fashion. And it's like, well, let's go shopping. That's just like. Do you ever, have you ever gotten in a situation where like, you already know your friend's not going to like said event, like, and you and a couple of your other friends are going and you know that person's not going to like it. And so you don't even ask them and then they get like mad that they weren't invited, even though they, they also know they weren't going to go. Yeah, then that's kind of like that confusion. They want to be able to say no. Yeah. They want to be able to say that you asked them. And, you know, maybe they're trying to come out of it. Maybe they're trying to change. But they do want to be asked. But it's it's one of those things where you do if you don't. It's like, what do you what do? You yeah. So, so a lot of times, and I think about energy because the older I get, I realize that I have to be around people that are supporting me, mm-hmm. people that are positive. Not that I don't have friends that don't have problems, but we just support each other. But I have to be around people that I feel have good mental health. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's some people that may not have good mental health, even though they're really, really nice. But at certain points in time, you can hit them a certain way or you cannot do something and then they go off or they don't talk to you for months or or they they, they start unfriending you on social media. I'm like, you know, really what happened? And it's like something really small. And it's like, OK, 
It has nothing to do with me. There's some issues, and I'm going to just love you at a distance. Have you ever, because I know, I don't know, maybe it's because you're older, but I feel like people my age have, like, this mentality, like, you're my friend. If you're going through this, like, I'm going to help you. I'm going to do this. And it's like, to an extent, you can do that until it starts to affect yourself. So, like, do you, did you, like, learn over time to love someone from a distance mm-hmm. or, like... You have to let go. You have to let go from someone that if it's going to be toxic on you. So I have another friend that is constantly always going through a lot of drama. And I can't be a part of her party. I just can't be a part of the drama. And so I love her. And I love her family. We've known each other for many, many years. And and time does not necessarily mean just because you've known someone mm, all true. your life does not mean that they have to be your friend. Say it louder for people <laughs> in the back. It's just because you've known someone for a long time does not mean an automatic stamp that they are your friend and they need to be a part of your inner circle. They are going to be in the bleachers if they are crazy, if they're stupid, if they <laughs> if they gossip, if they have drama all the time so you you have to know just because i've known you and and say for instance i could have introduced you to someone when you were five years old Mm -hmm. and it's like okay well this is this is going to be aubrey's friend you all have play dates together and then you find out that that person grows up and she's buck wild crazy and she's in a strip club okay well you've known her since she was five years old You don't have to be friends with her, even though you've known her your whole life. She is a person that you do not want to be around because she's crazy. So time has nothing to do with it. But I do know that one particular friend that is going through a lot of drama, I've tried to help. But sometimes people are addicted to drama. They create their own and they love reveling in it. That's so true. Some people really just enjoy drama i don't get it though Mm -mm, mm -mm. we try to choose peace we try to choose peace drama is not something that i really it's enough drama just in life to just try and create drama so one of the main things with uh, another best friend um we are friends because of our careers so clara is another good friend because we are both in communication went to college together we followed each other careers she was a news anchor and she did videos she won emmy awards and she's i was always there to champion her and she's there to champion me so we are just friends from that she's in dc and so whenever i get to dc i always see her and stay with her but over the years now there's other friends i went to college with but over the years we just kept in touch now this was mm-hmm. before facebook and all that kind of stuff but she would write letters we would write each other's letters when she was an anchor i haven't wrote a letter i mean ever it, it, <laughs> it, 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 it's so funny i mean she would write a letter and this is when we first got out of college and she was an anchor person in miami and so she would write me, I would write her back. Now, obviously, she, she was writing me because, one, she just moved to Miami, so she didn't have a lot of friends down there. <laughs> so she, but we would just keep in touch. So when I went to Miami, she, she uh, met my grandmother, and, you know, we just we bonded with her family. I met her You know, so when you're friends with someone, you know their friends. So I know her friends. I know her family, all her sisters. And then you become, over time, it's like you become family. So you mm-hmm. have friends that become family because you know their family and you like them. So that's how it is with Claire. So we're like sisters. So whenever, if there's anything and you know a true friend, if you call them in the middle of the night and you need something, they answer the phone and they say, I got you. Yeah. And like there, I, there's like very few people who I feel like I'm friends with and I can just like do that. Yeah, you got you got to have at least five. We call them the the five 
the favorite five. You favorite know, you, five, your top five, your like top on five. MySpace. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> These are your top five. These are your fab five. So you do want to have at least five. You won't have a ton of people that you can call in the middle of the night, but you will, you should have at least five or for sure. You know, a lot of ladies says, oh, my husband is my best friend. And that's it. My husband is my husband. Mm. I mean, he is a friend, but he like a best friend. Like he's a, not your girlfriend. He's not my girlfriend. <laughs> like he, he ain't want to go shopping, right? <laughs> he would not want to just like, come on, let's just go get massages and manicures. No, we're not going to do that. And so, then sometimes if you want to just like talk and complain, like he, he'll be watching football. <laughs> it's like, you can talk and complain, but I'm be watching football. So you, you've got to know that there's a space in your life for the men in your life. And then there's also a sacred space for your girlfriends. And that brings me to one of the the last questions I want to ask is I know like um, my age and like a couple of my friends have boyfriends or whatever. And sometimes it's like once one of my friends gets a boyfriend, they're kind of like never to be seen again. <laughs> like where, where does she go? <laughs> and so like after, and I feel like after people get married, do they also disappear? What, what happens? Yeah. That is, that was a really, really weird stage in my life when I was a bridesmaid probably at least 10 times in my twenties and thirties, like really, especially in my twenties, I was like always a bridesmaid. And then I would be like the bridesmaid and they were my friends. And then after they got married, they like went into this black hole. This is before I got married. I was like, what is up with that? I hate that. There's so such and such, but they're just really trying to adjust to a different life because they are married. The boyfriend thing, I never really was like that. And I never really had friends. Once they got a boyfriend, you never heard from them. Because one of the things, you want to make sure that... That they don't do that. Yeah, (laughs) that, that, that your boyfriend is accepted and that he has a good vibe with your friends. Because he's going to have to flow with you. So Mm -hmm. that's how you would kind of know if he's cool or not. It's like, I'm going to hang out and we're going to meet these people. We're going to double double, whatever. So I was never that. But the Mary thing, yes, when... Someone gets married, and that's why when you go to a wedding and you see the bridesmaids, and the bridesmaids are just weeping and crying because they know they lost their friend. <laughs> it's like a funeral. <laughs> it's like, I've lost my friend because you can't call her anytime. You, she's got another person that's like, right. you know, whatever, whatever. So, yeah, you do. But then when you become married, then hopefully your spouse and their spouse become friends and you know, it could become, you, you gain a brother, so to speak. That is funny. That reminds me of a tweet that I saw and it was like some guy, he just got married. He was like, Hey, uh, fellow married men out there, how do you make other friends or whatever? And then someone was like, your wife just drops you off at her friend's husband's house and you put some football. <laughs> like basically, here. basically that is it. It's like Mark's friends are really all my friends. <laughs> husbands it's like you so, set up play dates yeah, set up play date. <laughs> <laughs> so good thing he likes tom good thing he likes alonzo so yeah so that's a good thing but if he didn't it'd be kind of tough it'd be like oh no i don't want i don't like that friend and i don't like their husband and it's like oh okay so there'd be problems but that's another subject of dating one of the requirements oh, we will <laughs> definitely be discussing that on a future podcast which <laughs> wraps up this first episode and I think it went pretty well. So uh, hopefully we'll be doing this. I was thinking hopefully three times a month just to see like. Yeah. Yeah. 
sounds pretty good. So catch us next time on the Whatever Podcast. Thanks for listening. And subscribe. And subscribe. And don't forget to review. And I'm not sure we're putting this on, but leave comments. Let us know what type of topics you would like to hear. Yeah, that's cool. Thank you, Aubrey. Yep.